0: And welcome to a very special episode of the Multiverse Fancast As always, I'm Paul, and with me today is Ronnie Yes, it is Yes, it is How are you today, Ronnie? I'm doing well, how are you? I am so excited Do you want to know why? Why? Because with us today, making his triumphant return for his first episode of 2021 Our unofficial third (laughs) co-host, Rob Rob, how are you today?
1: Hi, everyone It is really great and exciting to be back I've missed this yeah, I know. This is your first time yes. in, the, in the
0: new studio.
2: Oh, it's yeah. very, I like it. It's, it's a it's fancy a basement. <laughs> it is nice.
1: It smells way better than the last one. Yeah,
0: that, <laughs> that is not something to be argued with. So uh, we have Rob coming in because, A, he is quite the uh, the Marvel aficionado. He uh, is definitely more of an MCU Marvel kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes as, we need... As far as the movies are concerned. As far as the movies are concerned. But yeah. also, he we both knew that he would wear... Uh, shirt that I it commemorated, And he's currently yes. wearing A Back oh, yes. to the Future X-Men shirt yes, Which is uh, <laughs> An fan. official
1: Tom Whalen artwork With matching socks Very
0: <laughs> We gotta start doing video podcasts again When we do uh, the Snyder Cut We'll do a nice big video podcast Yes So uh, welcome guys to our Part 2 of our X-Men discussion Because uh, Because we can Well yeah it's our podcast We can do whatever <laughs> we want For all 12 listeners But um, 13 13 uh, and a half <laughs> Oh, Timmy's not a half anymore. Timmy's a full. No, oh, Timmy's yeah. 12 now. Oh, my Lanza. But, um, Wait, don't
3: you become a full when you're a teenager? I don't
0: know what the rules are. No. Yeah, in the you're, Bible he... Aren't you, like, part
1: of, you know, the rules? Oh, no, because, <laughs> like, if you go by, like,
0: the Bible rules, he should have his own land. Oh, yeah, and be we go by the
3: Bible oh, so God. well. I was thinking
0: this. more American law. Oh, uh, that's, that's a whole other mess right now. But, There's uh, no
3: such thing. Not we have our own
0: laws here. Chaos. <laughs> But so we're going to be finishing our discussion with X Men. And, you know, it's an exciting time for the X Men. We have a lot of news to go over. Um, do you want to bring up the Captain America thing?
3: Well, Captain America thing. Oh, please. <laughs> He's back. Or yeah. is
0: he? He is, but very limited. So uh, at the time of recording, uh, I believe it was yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Or the t- two days ago. Yep. News broke that there was a rumor that Chris Evans would be returning to the MCU, and it exploded all over the internet because people want Chris Evans back. I, you know, even though his story was told, you know, a lot of people are still yeah, I, you want him back. It depends on what they want to do with him. So um, even the even the Who did a reunion tour. So. Yeah, even the, <laughs> um, there, the rumor is that he would be taking kind of like a like a Tony Stark role, like as a more of a supporting character, which I'm fine with. You know, we have three great Captain America movies. Um, We have a great story with him. I I feel like having him be kind of a side character Mm. in some of these other movies, I I would hate it if it was just for a cameo. See, My thing is, though,
3: he went out the perfect way. Why ruin that
0: by bringing him back? It depends on how they're going to do it. Are they going to bring him back as an alternate version? Because they're jumping into the multiverse right now, like a Hydra cap. I could see that. That would be cool. Actually, yeah. the, the, my favorite fan theory, because also apparently uh, Michael B. Jordan's coming back as Killmonger. Yes, yes. One of my favorite posts was jokes on all of us. They're actually both coming back as Johnny Storm for the multiverse movie. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually. That's great. Uh, that would actually be the funniest thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> I would love him, and it, it would be great. And do
3: the whole like Spider-Man <laughs> meme where they're pointing <laughs> at each <laughs> other.
0: At each other. Oh <laughs> man. I, I Personally, I think if they're going to bring Captain America back in, it has to be. I would love it if they do a Wolverine movie, and it's during World War II, and he fights alongside Captain America. That that would be a lot of fun. I just feel like, though. And what, you're going to
3: tell me next that you're going to bring back Hugh Jackman for Wolverine? Yeah, and that's
0: the no, thing. Is that no, like, and we're going to yeah. discuss that. I do not want Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine. No, no. Logan no. went out well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also had, uh, Deadpool was officially announced that it was Deadpool going to 3. be not only in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> so but rated. also rated R. R. Yes, um, The first MCU movie. Mickey is upset. Oh <laughs> Did you see what Ryan Reynolds posted about it? Yeah. He said, my fir- first order of business, find the guy who killed Bambi's mom. <laughs> Which apparently was Judge Doom from, uh, it was supposed to be yeah. Judge Doom in uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He was supposed to say that he did it. But, um... That's a very interesting development. It depends because I know Marvel tried to push for their Marvel Knights uh, system with uh, the Punisher movie. They they wanted to make their their offshoot like rated R movies, which you know they kind of did with Netflix instead. And apparently Charlie Cox has not only been he's been on set for the new Spider Man movie, but he's already finished filming. Yeah. Oh wow. That's the rumor as of recording today. They that rumor has been being uh, floated around, but um you know it's. I'm. I would love Charlie Cox in. Um, yeah, I, I love Spider-Man. Star-Man. It would make yeah. sense. I would also like to see him in uh, the She-Hulk TV show. Oh yes, Because yes. it's a lawyer procedural show too, and sense. he's a lawyer. So there's. Yes. This is a great time to be a Marvel fan. You know, we have WandaVision that came out yesterday. We're gonna do uh, probably a review of it when it's all done. Yeah. Because it's the kind of show that you can't. It's hard to guess what's going on already. It would be just a theory-based show we'd be doing at this point. And, you know, (laughs) everybody's got their own theory-based shows for stuff, so no need to oversaturate with it, you know, just repeating what other people are saying. So today we are going to do part two, as I said, of our X-Men retro Uh, review. Or as they're called on the Disney Plus, uh, they're called uh, Marvel Legacy Films. That's what they call all the non-MCU Marvel films that they got rights to. Okay. So, like, they have uh, Fan4Stick. Ah, good old fan four stick. <laughs> oh my god, that movie's. Amazing.
1: Wait, is that on Disney Plus now? Heck yeah, it is. Oh my god, I, could I tried go for some fish sticks. Yeah, that Ooh. too. <laughs> I tried to watch it. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't sit. Through I went to the it. theaters yeah. for that.
0: I did too, and I saw it in the theaters, and I was like, oh, Ooh. talk about a movie that had such an, a stellar cast and like so much potential. Oh, it was so awful. Yeah, and you it can't...
3: fell flat. Or what's worse than falling flat?
0: Falling, uh, flattening like Reed Richards in it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it the so the movie was flatter than Reed Richards. <laughs> Oh God! What a, what a movie that that squandered and just yeah. a great example of uh, just how studios and directors when they start fighting it just gets messy. Yeah. I am thoroughly excited though because apparently Doctor Doom is going to be is he's rumored to be the villain of Black Panther two, yes. which I think is genius. Are they going to
1: bring back uh,
0: what's his name from uh... from Nip Tuck? Yeah, uh, from Nip Tuck. No, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> uh, Julian McMahon. Yes, <laughs> I. You know what? I didn't have a problem with him in the first one. Yeah, it was the second one that I was like, all right. Uh, I really they're they're aiming to make Doctor Doom kind of like a Thanos type villain, no, like, not, a, not a, like an a, overarching, a
1: mustache twirling villain.
0: I see yeah. it, the best iteration for me for Doctor Doom was always the Spider-Man animated show. Okay, that's on Disney Plus. Also, if anybody you know from the nineties where Spider-Man wasn't allowed to throw a single punch, <laughs> you watch the show. He doesn't throw a single punch. He's not allowed to. he's yeah, just it's webbing yeah. everything up. Yep, webbing and and kicks. He's allowed to kick, swing okay. kicks. So um, well, Disney's come a long way. Well, that yeah. was in direct response to Power Rangers. Power Rangers was oh was just gosh. starting its its run and it was it was considered too violent. I remember. Yeah. I
1: I don't I don't know how much you guys remember when were you guys alive then? <laughs> we played Power Rangers at recess. Okay. And we were flip, <laughs> sorry. We were flipping each other. But and, I, I and remember kicking. how controversial Power Rangers was yeah. because it was so like punching, kicking. Like it was it was considered very very violent. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny how they far killed we've monsters in it. Like, yeah. yeah. Things died. So and, and it's funny now There's that they're swords. Zords. Zords with a Z. And it's funny now that they're considering for Disney Plus an R-rated adult section because they're going to have to put Deadpool somewhere. Yes, and they can't, you know, and there's there's other things that you know. Well, Disney owns all of 20th Century Fox, and so they own like the Alien franchise and Mm -hmm. everything like that. And they want to, I'm sure, put that on Disney Plus. But right now, it's so family friendly that they have to
0: find an adult place to put this stuff. Yeah,
1: Disney Plus, plus. Disney After Hours, (laughs) After
0: Hours. (laughs) Well, what's the uh, what's the place in Disney the the park? There's um, there's uh, the Disney Club that's like for adults. I don't know. Uh, no. I haven't right. been to He's Disney in 20 something years. In, in downtown Disney, there's like a club there that it's. I think it's, it's invite it's, only. It's, it's, no, like a, like it's a very. It's kind of like spending a night in the uh, in Cinderella's mansion. It's like okay. there's a wait list. There's like oh wow, and it's yeah, only so for the adults. Yes, it is a strictly adult uh, centric. Because in downtown Disney, you can also uh, buy alcohol. Yeah, yeah. So I remember uh, Sean and I went down there, and I think we were like 24 at the time. You have Ooh, more scandalous. fun. Scandalous. Than- no. <laughs> well, we went with his parents too, which seemed funnier. <laughs> don't tell my Don't tell my wife. Yes. But um, we, uh, I remember we were walking down downtown Disney, giant beers, like it, it was a blast. Oh, I wow. think you have more fun as an adult going to Disney. Yes, because especially nowadays, we're like, hey, mean, yeah, go
1: wait in line, kids, go ahead. I
0: would go to. <laughs> I want to go to the California one when the Avengers Disneyland. Thing. Yeah, Disneyland. I always get them yeah. confused. Yeah. When uh, the Avengers place opens up. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. But uh, let's let's dive let's in. Get so, into it. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. The, we broke this up very specifically in our last episode. We talked about X-Men, X2, X-Men: The Last Stand, X-Men Origins, and oh uh, good, you got all that out of the way. Yeah. And the, and the Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, the reason we, we saved the good stuff for you. Oh good. Yeah. <laughs> we went in that order because basically that's when that's when Fox reevaluated their series. Yeah. um unfortunately as we said in our last episode the last stand and origins and even the Wolverine, which was arguably better they they were not really critically rece- uh, no. received very no. well so first class comes out now i was such a big i'm still such a big fan of x men first class it really holds up in my opinion um they they lean into more of the colors like they have their bright x men uniforms mm-hmm. and it it kind of it starts this it tells the story right yeah, yeah. Um, so it came out in June of 2011. So this movie is nine years old already. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it should be noted too, that this was brought one of the ones that Brian Singer
1: was not directly involved in as much. And they brought Matthew Vaughn on, I think it was, it was, yes. and
0: I am such a Matthew Vaughn fan. Oh yeah. I really enjoy his work. Um, you know, you, you Kingsman. got Kingsman is fantastic. Uh, there was always a push for him to do uh, a Superman movie. Which mm. I would have loved to see him do a Superman movie. He's got a movie. good visual sense. Yes, and he does. He does great action set pieces. Um, let's see. He also did Kick Ass, yep. which I I love. Kick Ass. We'll eventually do an episode on on, Kick- yeah. on the two Kick Ass movies. Um, let's see, both Kingsman's and yes. now the new one. So he 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 comes in and he's he's really good. I think wasn't he supposed to do? He wasn't supposed to do uh, the Batman, right? I- Matthew mm, Vaughn? No. He
1: might have been attached at one I think he point. was. Yeah,
0: yeah, like right after Affleck stepped away and they were going to do yeah. uh, a Ben Affleck one. But um, so X-Men First Class, it starts off, they they redo the opening scene from X-Men with, yes. the, with the Auschwitz scene and they add a little bit more context to it. They also show that Mystique has always been the adopted sister yeah. of Charles Xavier, which is... <laughs> Which was silly. <laughs> so let's talk about the cast. We have James McAvoy. Now James McAvoy is a, an actor who has exploded in recent years. Yes, I am a very big fan of James McAvoy, and he does not shy away from comic book movies and comic no, book props, especially with no. Glass and because uh, um, those are comic
1: book based. Uh-oh. Oh oh oh! You
2: just started. oh no no!
1: I, please don't get me wrong. I hated glass. I hated Glass. Wait, Glass was the third one, right? Okay, yeah, that's the one I hated.
2: Glass <laughs> was the one.
0: Oh God. Talk about a side, mild so, yeah. sidetrack. Um, I love Unbreakable. Unbreakable is Unbreakable amazing. Unbreakable was ahead of its time and and even more poignant in today's big superhero craze world. Yeah. Split was a pleasant surprise. Split yeah. was
1: fun and and mostly because of McAvoy.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. he kills it in it. And then glass. And then glass, which, oh, <laughs> it drowned him in a puddle. <laughs> I can't. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. No, I mean, that's
3: fine. That almost happens in Robin Hood, Men in Tights.
0: I hate you so much. You're not invited to cinematic adventures when we do Mel Brooks movies. But anyway, um, so James McAvoy—it's a young Charles Xavier. Mm-hmm. He's just got—he's just gotten his professorship, and he gets kind of drafted into this CIA operation. Yes, the world doesn't know about mutants at this point. It's uh, what year did this movie take place? Sixty? When was uh? Uh, the, the 62. Cuba, yeah, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah, Cuban Missile that. Crisis. So, Which was a neat tie-in. Yes. Yes. Now, this movie had originally actually started as a, a, an origin for Magneto. Yeah. So, they wanted to do a bunch of these origin movies. So, first, they did X-Men Origins Wolverine. They had wanted to do one for Magneto. Yes. But because X-Men Origins Wolverine was so bad in so many ways that I can't say on a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> they they reworked it into this. Yes. So I really like James McAvoy. His his Professor X, he's he's complicated, he's nuanced, but at the same time you see a lot of you see a lot of what Patrick Stewart's going to eventually bring to the table. Yeah. Ronnie, any thoughts on James McAvoy?
3: Um I don't know. Just like you said, just he brought a different perspective to it, a young perspective. Um and their chemistry together him and Fastbender mm. was great. I think that's one of the things that makes this movie good. Yeah, Rob.
1: Um, um it was nice that the series decided to bring some prestige actors to it, you know, between Fastbender and McAvoy, they're, they're just astounding. They, you know, like I felt with the previous X-Men that they kind of just got whoever was around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, and Patrick Stewart hey, he was probably the biggest. Yeah. He was the big get, And it was before um, Lord of the Rings. So it was before Ian McKellen kind of. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then here it was, let's see who we can really, you know, it's Jennifer Lawrence was a rising star at the time. Because yep. you know, She had just her. done winter's bone at that point. Um, Fassbender and McAvoy and, and Kevin Bacon, like it was nice that they got legitimate,
0: good actors to yes. play these roles. So it it brought something new to it. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Michael Fassbender, um, who does a great job as Magneto, and and he's one of the like him and McAvoy, despite whatever movie they appear in as these characters, they still do a great job with what they get. Yeah. Um You see Jennifer Lawrence get progressively more. <laughs> I don't like this franchise, and she. It is a common problem in comic book properties. Uh, Chris Evans actually turned down Captain America several times because he did not want to do twelve movies. Yeah. Mm. Robert Downey Jr. is now one of the highest-paid actors in the world mm-hmm. and revitalized his career from it. Yes. So you, you take the good with the bad. Even even you know, Chris Evans was like he was known and he was famous, but he's he was yeah yeah now he's now he's a list. He can do anything, any project he wants. I mean he can do his own version of Doolittle and maybe it's better than Robert Downey Jr.'s. Okay. Can't get worse. <laughs> yeah, it can't get worse. But, um, Fassbender comes in and I loved all the the spy stuff with, with him. They use the the time period very effectively, which uh, we were talking off air about Wonder Woman 1984 where they don't use the time period effectively at all. No. Like, there's, it, it could have yeah. taken place at any time. But, um
1: yeah, really the only thing for and not to get off on a sidetrack, the only thing for Wonder Woman that they really used was the idea of greed. And you know, the eighties was the greed decade. And all oh that. yeah. Greed
0: is good. That's about it. Mm. Yep. And the and the telephones, because nobody had a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. But um and there were less roads apparently. Fewer <laughs> roads. There's only one road in Egypt. Oh look, there he is. Hey, there he is. <laughs> Still got a great action set piece from it though. <laughs> but um I I you know, Fastbender comes in and he brings like almost like a James Bond type mm. like Nazi hunter. I mean how Magneto, Nazi hunter. It sounds ridiculous, but then he uh, he kills it. And yeah, having yeah. him and it, some of the best scenes are between him and, and Charles Xavier, like when they're just playing chess. And then you can also see when they're teaching the students back and forth their different ideologies and how yes. how intense they get and how different they are. And that's so,
1: what makes those two characters so interesting is because they're not necessarily good or bad. There's different like ideologies between the two of them and you know it's which neither is good or bad and Fassbender and McAvoy know how to straddle that line in they're their acting where they're not the bad guy or the good guy and that's what makes you know Magneto such a fascinating character is because he's not he's got some really good ideas yeah. but there's some like malevolence to him at the kind of
3: like time. in uh, Cobra Kai yeah, oh, se- yeah. season two I just yeah. finished it last yeah. night yeah oh, so ba- that's it Johnny Lawrence yeah and you know you have your and Miyagi yeah.
0: yeah. So, going through the, some of the lists, we're not going to spend too much time except for on one of them. We have Rose Byrne playing Moira McTaggart. Um, CIA and uh, agent. Agent. And she kind of gets thrown into this world when she discovers the bad guys. Now, we have Jennifer Lawrence as Raven Darkholm slash Mystique. Um, dumb. No. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence was great in this Good first Good to movie. look at. Yeah, but... <laughs> The problem with the character of Mystique was... And th- Re- Rebecca remains Samos. She also cameos in this as like an older version.
3: Not Samos.
0: Oh, yeah. just Sorry for oh, really. I, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't say know it. she was in this.
1: Yeah. And When when does she come in? When Mystique
0: is it. in Magneto's bed. Yeah. yeah. And he comes in, you know, and she's like, would you prefer I was a little older? And she shaves it into Rebecca Romain. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So um, it is a long... Eight-hour makeup process. Rebecca Remain was always on record about how much it sucked. Yeah. Um, I know Jennifer Lawrence had a, eight hours. It, it was eight hours, but she also had a reaction to the paint. Yeah. So she was getting like blisters and and sores. So like, you get it? You understand? But um, yeah. Like she, you could see her progressively. Oh yeah. By the time the we franchise. get to Dark Phoenix, she's yeah. Like she's in it for four minutes. Hi. Give me my paycheck. Okay. I'm out. Well. Well. Yep. But also at the same time, the, her career really was starting up. Yeah, yes. like, oh, this is before Hunger Games, too, don't forget. Yeah, she yeah. wanted to do something a little bit lighter after uh, the dramatic Winter's Bone. So we also have uh, January Jones as Emma Frost. She was hot off of uh, Mad Men. Oh, right. Uh, yep. Waste of a. Uh, I, they kill her off screen. They kill a lot of these characters off screen. Yeah. Well, when you've got this many actors, you gotta kill some of them
2: off. Oh, just wait
1: till not the next ev- movie. Not everyone. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> he had uh, Nicholas Holt as Hank McCoy slash Beast. He was great. He and, was, and he was nobody at the time. Nobody. Nope. Yeah. yeah. This is a, another movie that he uh, that kind of s- sent him, and he is also great in. Uh, the, the rest of them, too. Like oh, he, yeah. He's, he's, he was one of the only good things about Dark Phoenix. He, he brings yeah. in his A-game to anything
1: he does, whether, you know, because he's in Fury Road, he's in uh, with, uh, Warm Bodies, the zombie movie. Yeah. Yeah, he, anything he brings, he, he's in. You know, the same with Fastbender and McAvoy. Anything they come to, they're given their A-game, and they're going to put in, you know, they're, they are the actors directors
0: want to work yes. with. Yes. Yeah, his uh, makeup only took about four hours. I didn't like how Beast look in, looked in this movie, almost like cat-like. Yeah, it, it was a little jarring, but of course it's like the first time that they're going to do is it. Is that so. because
1: you're used to seeing Fraser
0: as? Uh, no, see the problem is Beast has had a lot of different looks over the years. Yeah. There's been a gray Beast, a blue Beast, uh, more cat-like, more ape-like. I like the more ape-like because he's Beast. It, it looks he's, more like a beast. A, but beast. also the yeah. the uncanny uncanny valley goes starts to yeah. when you're too like a cat. Yeah, yeah. it just. Uh, and obviously, you could tell his lines were redubbed. It's Wonder Woman '84. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you know, it's funny watching that on the big screen, though. The effects actually looked better, surprisingly. That's, yeah, that's and digital. Good, good for them. Yeah, they tried. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just it was a, it was a little jarring to see him as a. As a cat. I do one of my favorite lines though is when Alex uh, is like, or no, uh, Magneto goes. Never looked better, man. And he was like super genuine, like he meant it. And Beast like turns around and grabs him. He's like, "Don't mock me!" And like he roars, like I love that stuff. Yeah. But uh, we have Oliver Platt as a no-name man in black. Good old <laughs> Oliver Platt. I, he, I love everything Oliver Platt. He's does. just a good character actor, so like yeah. he's fun. Uh, Jason Fleming as a Zazel, who visually looks great, and he was. Oh, oh yeah, he looked terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nightcrawler's dad in the comics and yeah. uh, mystique is his mother in the comics and so. that, that whole scene where he's dropping people out
1: of the sky that's rough that is yeah
0: absolutely terrifying killing people with his tail oh like gosh. oh that's a great it's a great scene we had lucas till as alex summers slash havoc um i was kind of upset they didn't go with cyclops it, it would have been the logical choice oh, but right. unfortunately the timelines also we have like three different origins for cyclops yeah straight yeah McAvoy or stewart <laughs> but uh um, his powers were very strange. I like how they eventually progressed it to the more comic accurate, but like he was like throwing energy discs. Uh, let's see, we had uh, I'm gonna butcher this name, Eddie Gathegi as who Darwin. That? Yeah. I don't oh, know. Yeah. that. All oh right. Yeah. The a, he quickly killed off Darwin? Oh, I really yeah. like. I really liked him too. As kind of like the the de facto leader, and his powers were really cool. Just adapting to survive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had Kevin Bacon who kills it as Sebastian Shaw. <laughs> I really like Sebastian Shaw. He's...
1: Yeah. He's cheesy. Yeah. He's
0: over the top. He believes that... He's, he's more of like an extreme Magneto where Magneto wants mutants to just be superior. He thinks that they're just superior to humans. Sebastian Shaw wants to kill all the humans and make yeah. the world into mutants. Right. So... And again, it's another
1: actor who directors love to work with because they always put in their full effort and yeah. create something great.
0: You know, Kevin Bacon has done almost no wrong in his life. Mm-hmm. So we also had... Uh, one of the cool things about him is the effects of his abilities. I love the uh, the visual thing that they do, where he's like got multiple hands, or like no, it, it yes. just, it's a really cool visual and a fun little thing that they do. Uh, we had Caleb Landry Jones as Banshee. What a character that they! The, uh, the thing that sucks about this movie is they get rid of a lot of these characters, and they're they're really good. One of my favorite scenes is um, when they're trying to teach Banshee how to fly, and he's like he says to. Uh, Charles he's like I trust you and Charles is like thank you he looks at Hank I, I don't trust you and Charles goes really quickly say nothing <laughs> it just, it's just a great comedy moment and like seeing him trying to fly when he, he kind of yelps and he just drops yeah. it, it's all fun it's like good Yeah. Uh, we had Zoe Kravitz as Angel a little I, I liked uh, the butterfly wings oh, and then, was, and then yeah. out of was, nowhere oh yeah. I can also spit like acid
1: okay but it, I, the only problem is they, they were trying to like I love, don't get me wrong, I love the movie, I think it's very entertaining, but they threw so many things at the dartboard that it yeah. was like, let's, you know, we don't need this, quite these many characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: 38 of them, I think.
2: Jeez.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, so basically it's, it's. I'm getting whiplash with you just listing all these
0: actors and like, then they play this one and they play this yeah. one. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, no, I'm done, I'm done. This is the main, the main cast. Except for uh, Riptide, who's the guy with the, t- the tornado hands. Who doesn't have I a line really remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, eh, it's fine. But, um, it's a good movie it it sets up why you know where they are at the end of it you know Magneto gets his costume and he's like I prefer Magneto and you know Raven joins him so it goes from the X-Men versus the Hellfire Club to Save Humanity to the start of the Brotherhood Um, and of course our favorite cameo probably in the in Marvel in general (laughs) when they're recruiting and they walk into a bar Uh, and there's Wolverine and they earn their PG-13 rating yes they do and it is just (laughs) great um Unfortunately, it's also a, the start of a trend with Wolverine cameos. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, just a solid film. It it, it definitely exceeded expectations. Oh, yeah. But. Uh, oh, you have a but. But. Uh-oh. I felt like, and you'll
1: probably agree once I tell you this, I felt like they rushed it. Like, I felt like they rushed putting McAvoy in the chair. I felt like, yeah. you know.
0: They could have made another movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, if, if it bothers you that much... How about we change that in the next movie completely? I don't know where you're going with this, but. Okay. He doesn't have the chair in the beginning of uh, the next movie. What next movie? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of this movie X-Men Days of uh, Future Past ah, yeah. I, see where yeah. you go. I see where you're going with this well if if it's because you go guy? back
3: to the future in the past yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. oh thank you <laughs> that's why but uh, before we get into Days of Future Past which is arguably one of my favorite of the franchise I love this movie mm-hmm. yes. um, Star City rating for X-Men First Class Ronnie I'll let you go second because Rob's the guest and he wasn't ready I knew he wasn't ready I was oh, I know old you were mom, okay Star City rating out of five <laughs> X Men First Class.
1: Oh me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, Rob. Um, he hasn't done this in a while. Out of five, I,
1: I, it gets a very solid four. All uh, right. Um, yeah, it's 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 enjoyable. It's flashy. It's fun. It knows how to not take itself too too seriously. Yeah. Um, and it's it knows how to juggle its characters, even though there's way too many of them. But like I said, I think they did rush things too much. I think. They, they split up, you know, because by the end, aren't they like deciding, oh, we're going to create two different groups? Yeah. yeah. I would love to see the, you know, them as kind of crime fighters a little bit, yeah. you know, and, and continue with it. You know, we don't need to rush that. And I, and I almost feel like that's a studio decision of like, you know, by the end, we need to see how this is evolving into the current X-Men. It needs to tie in. I yeah. think they
0: didn't know if they were going to get another one. That might Or be. I don't think, I also <clears throat> think they didn't know if this was going to be a reboot because that was the other thing. Is this a reboot? Is it a sequel? Is it a prequel? Is it like a and retelling? We should, is it- we should say too that
1: er- this is 2011, so this is early in the reboot kind of yeah. mentality. Like, in fact, I think this is before The Force Awakens, which is like the ultimate of all the reboots.
0: Yes. No, Spider-Man series is the ultimate of all. Oh, reboots. with Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, just An- in general, another time. Yeah. Another
1: time. <laughs> well, we but, no. We, we, we I, I give it solid four out of five. Ronnie,
2: all right.
3: I'm actually kind of surprised you went that high. Really? Yeah. Um, I was honestly thinking between a 3 and a 3.5. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm more towards a 3.5, though. Um, there was a lot of great with it. Um, but, again, you're introducing 7,000 characters. Mm-hmm. Then you kill off 6,998 of them. <laughs> just to only bring, what? Only We only see... How many? Three, yeah, four. Many. After this
0: movie, mm. only um. uh, we get Havoc comes back, Mystique, uh, Beast. I think they're the only survivors of the yeah. first class. Mm, so yeah. I think Beast even mentions it in uh, X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, he, he makes mention that him and Alex are the only two survivors. I,
1: I very much consider the um, X Men franchise as a roller coaster where you know mm-hmm. we it starts yeah. very very low. But it slowly ticks, tick, 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 until you get to the top, which is for me the next movie. Yes, yeah. um, and then it's right downhill. <laughs> yeah, so, except um, for Logan.
3: I, I, yeah. I
2: don't
0: even count Logan as a part of all this. It's a, so yeah. it's, it's it's its a totally thing. different continuity. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the four. This movie exceeded my expectations. It was better than I, I it should have been. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my biggest gripe isn't so much too many characters because I think they do a good job juggling. I as a comic book purist. The team of original X Men was not. No, it was. It wasn't what it should have been, no. um, and I think it would have been better if they had introduced characters we already knew. Um, Cyclops, Jean Grey. Um, they they couldn't have done Iceman because he would have been like negative forty seven. But um, <laughs> I think because uh, we'll also talk about how the weird aging or lack thereof. Yeah. You know, this movie comes out. You know, forty technically like thirty five years before. Um, I mean, these characters are supposed to be like in their mid hundreds at this point. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they but they don't care. And that's comic book logic. I, I can take it it's, as comic book it's logic. Franchi-
1: I would go even so far as to say it's franchise logic. I yeah. mean, if you look at like Harry Potter and look yeah. at Dumbledore, <laughs> you know, there's like a 17 year gap between Jude Law and and what's his name? And how did he get from that to that in yeah. 17 years? What a mileage? <laughs>
2: teaching,
0: yeah. teaching, Cheating. Cheating. to Dumbledore. You should know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a cop. He'd be fat too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, and eating donuts. Easy. <laughs> So, next up is arguably, I would say, my favorite of the franchise. Like, as much as I love X2 and I love First Class, yeah. this might be my favorite of the franchise. We're talking X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, set up in the Wolverine, They the last opening scene, or the ending scene, excuse me, yep. uh, sets up for this. And this is the story of Sentinels have been created to deal with the mutant problem, and in the future, they've completely taken over, and mutants are on the run. So... Yeah, oh god, this is it's also based <laughs> off of the uh the comic of the same name, but it, it does divulge a little bit. Hmm. Oh yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, actually I would even
1: argue it improves upon it. Yes. Yeah. It, it makes
0: more sense. Yeah. Um so X-Men's are the X-Men's not really together at this point. You have like different factions. So we had like Kitty Pride, Colossus, Blink, Warpath, Bishop, Iceman and Sunspot kind of moving from location to location. We find out that Kitty Pride's phasing powers have hands to the point where she can actually phase her mind back or phase a mind back to a previous point in uh, time but only a few days because it it does damage the the person's mind. And they use it to constantly like warn themselves. So the remaining X-Men which is Storm, Wolverine, Professor X and now Magneto have figured out that the Sentinels were designed by a guy named Bolivar Trask and they send Wolverine back in time to stop Raven or Mystique from being captured and using her DNA to create the advanced sentinels that are killing all the mutants. (laughs) Um, This movie was super hyped up, and the biggest hype factor was that they were taking the original cast from the original series and combining it with the new cast, and basically... They were like, no, it's not a reboot. It's not. It's yeah. not a yeah. reboot. It's, no, this is just for fun. Start, Rebooted the entire start thing. Star yeah. Trek Generations, and, where they brought the two groups yeah. together. And yeah. they also made a bunch of timelines. So, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do the whole synopsis, because this movie is huge. This is a big movie. This, yes. this takes on a lot. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, and, and But it, I would argue it does it well. It does it better. It does it to a point. Because, again,
0: because all these characters we're familiar with. We know them. I love Professor Xavier in this. Yeah. Not just the scene where the two of them like actually speak, which is just oh god, like comic chills. Like, yeah. like even right now, like just talking about it, I'm like. But also, you see how broken Xavier is, and like you're add, talking about the McAvoy, the McAvoy Xavier. Xavier. Okay. You know, he's a junkie. He's using this yeah. formula that turns off his powers but gives yeah. him the ability to walk. Which um, I would argue is sort of the course correction of oh, we put him in the chair too quickly. I can see yep. that. Yeah. Um, you got Hugh Jackman coming back as Wolverine. He's he's basically the star. This is another Wolverine movie. Yeah. Um, if you listen to our last episode, you you heard our thoughts about Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. And as, as much as we love him, we're also done with him. Like, yes. Let's let's move on. And I think he feels that way too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he told his story and he told it well. But um having I love the bone claws. I don't know what it is, but like seeing them like and he like he takes them out, and he's like, What the heck are these? Yeah. Um, it's fun. And he, again, he's yoked for this movie. Like, the first scene, yeah. of course, is like his sh- obligatory Marvel shirtless scene. And yeah. he's just like, he's like tying his belt and his pecs are just going back and forth. I'm like, oh, yeah. what, what is happening? <laughs> well, and, and that's one of the
1: reasons why he got out of it, too. Cause his. He, he, it takes a toll. Yeah. Yeah. It does. And I know his wife
0: was like, you know, look, you got to give your body a break because mm-hmm. this is not a good thing. And he yeah.
1: agreed, too. Yeah.
0: So we also got uh, Fastbender and McKellen both reprising their roles. Um, McKellen's Magneto very remorseful like at this point like he he, as he's like dying towards the end he's like all those years we spent you know fighting each other but um, I love when when they recruit Eric after getting him out of the Pentagon and the scene of him and Wolverine in the plane because he doesn't know Wolverine but Wolverine's like spent a lot of years hunting you down bub and then at the (laughs) end he's like you gotta pick all this shit up (laughs) so it's just um, it's fun when you have a character that knows these other characters but they don't know him Let's see. Uh, going down the list, Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique. She's kind of the—I hate to say it—she's the MacGuffin of this movie. She's like they're after her, yeah. yeah. But at she's also trying to kill the president. At least it's a person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not
1: a, a wishing thing. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So they. <laughs> they I'm also, sorry, I'm
0: sore about Wonder Woman 84. I, I apologize. Um she also did. She didn't do full body makeup. She. It was a lot more like body oh, really. suits and yeah. digital effects. So you know, for her. Halle Berry returning as Storm. I, uh, she, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't really in it. She's there. She She, has some cool moments. She's
3: there just to get a name in. She was
0: also pregnant,
1: so she was pregnant (laughs) while shooting, shooting from (laughs) while standing behind a lot
0: of couches. Yeah, right. (laughs) She was always she always had something in front of her. Uh, Nicholas Holt comes back as uh, he's basically. I'd say he's like the the third character in this. Like he's he's in a lot of it yeah. and I like how he's kind of got like this Jekyll and Hyde type thing with his uh, powers and they they really made his his beast transformation much better in this um, when he goes after uh, Magneto in the water and all yeah. that it was really cool and it looks great and Kelsey Grammer uh, gets an uncredited can you imagine sitting in a makeup chair for like four hours just to, be, just to walk by morning Logan I would do it I know it was perfect, <laughs> it was perfect. he wanted to yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's a big fan of him. Yeah. He was obviously he was a,
1: and, and you know what? That's what makes this such a great movie. Because to me, this is one of the first ones that was made by people who really love the comics, love the characters, appreciate it, and know how to handle it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they they did a great service to the comic with this film. It's just so rich yes. and
0: geeky. Oh yeah, um, a lot of good. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of cool visuals too. Like Blink. Blink was an awesome character with mm-hmm. her powers. You know where she yeah. would throw it and it would open. And, uh, now speaking of characters who did not get their dues, though, we have Anna Paquin coming back as Rogue. So in the original cut, okay, I'm glad you said that. Yes. Yeah, so there, there are two <laughs> cuts of this movie. Yes. In the original theatrical cut, Rogue is just a cameo at the end. Right. Yes. Considering she was she was the Mystique of the first movie,
1: and that it's Anna pa- Academy Award winner Anna Paquin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah just
0: a di- kind of a disgrace yeah. Um, yeah. well that's why I'm glad they restored it and- so yes. the, have you seen the rogue cut I have have you seen the rogue cut I have not no it is a much it, a lot of it's very similar but a lot of scenes are same dialogue different locations right yeah. or uh, different, different orders different yeah and, and so and it, it's really good but yeah, it explains the rogue cut. it explains that they use rogue and mystique to create these sentinels mystique for her shape shifting and rogue for her ability to absorb mutant powers yeah um, Iceman dies trying to save her. Yeah, yeah, like in, in this wow. one. So they actually they end up going into the expansion to get her, and they do a lot better with the back and forth scenes of the future and past because I think at the same time, young Magneto's breaking into the yeah. Pentagon to get his stuff. So it's it's really cool, and I'm really upset that they that they didn't. Uh, it's it's richer, it's longer, um, but it's arguably
1: worth it. And and it's you know unlike and I think you would agree with me on this. Unlike you know the Batman Superman Ultimate Cut. It didn't, it, it, like that improved Batman and Superman. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, it was already great. And yeah. this just was like extra bonus time. Just
2: little, yeah, yeah some it sprinkles. was.
0: Huh. Have some sprinkles on your cake. Uh, we had Elliot Page coming back as Kitty Pride, who um, basically just holds his hands for the entire movie. But in the yeah. Rogue cut, Kitty Pride gets hurt. Yeah, you know, and we see it in the actual theatrical cut. Wolverine, you know, catches her. So they use Rogue to take her powers mm. to. I'm trying not to be disrespectful with any pronouns, though. So just right. bear with us, because Kitty Pride is a is a female. Mm-hmm. So sorry, anyone. <laughs> but um, Rogue takes uh, Kitty Pride's powers, and she continues the the process. Yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage as Bolivar Trask. I love oh, him. I he's, love. Yeah. He's just Again, he's someone that's great in everything he does. And so many actors just like enjoy working with him, and yeah. just he. You hear such great things about yeah. him. Uh, Sean Ashmore coming back as Iceman, who they really lean into his powers finally. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he's got his he's got his ice oh, the slide surfboard in the beginning. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's and that's like just great and then let's see Omar Sy is Bishop who for a character that was so iconic in the '90s Bishop <laughs> he's barely in it uh, his powers are cool though like they they do show the energy absorption yeah. like the yeah. storm hits him with lightning and he redirects it so it's pretty cool now here's this is gonna be controversial because I'm gonna be upset about this Evan Peters Uh-oh. as Quicksilver. They made him too powerful. Why did they not bring him with them yeah. to Washington, D.C.? Oh, there's the president. Oh, he's gone. Yeah. All right, we saved the day. Great job, everyone. Thank so you. originally, it was supposed to be Juggernaut that they used to break into the Pentagon. Yeah. In the original drafts of the script, they wanted to use Juggernaut, but mm. uh, they decided to go with Evan Peters, and uh, yes, I will admit it. His scenes always oh, steal my God. the players. Oh, yeah. <clears>
2: hmm. <throat>
1: Yeah. See uh-uh. the thing is that uh-uh. the fact that you said scenes plural because I think for him it's diminishing returns.
0: I I actually liked Apocalypse I is Quicksilver liked,
1: scene better than I this liked one. it,
0: but it lost
1: it lost the wow factor because it this time it was like wow I've never seen anything like that before yeah. that's so cool and then the second time it's like okay here's the obligatory Quicksilver scene but we're gonna oh, add it's, music it's really more, neat, different music yeah but, and it's oh and it's no, both of them have music.
2: I, 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 said, oh, okay. I tried to correct
1: myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's more comedy in the second one, you know, with yeah. the dog, with the pizza. Yeah, and, and the dartboard and yeah. all that stuff. Um, but um, the but problem
0: is then they had to find ways to nerf him. So, like, Apocalypse manages to catch his foot and then breaks his leg. Oh, yeah. right. Jean Grey throws him. It's the Captain Marvel issue. It, or the Superman issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, the Superman to, you know, issue. They made him too powerful. I mean, Captain Marvel was even worse. Oh, you may not see me for a little while. She literally... I'm just going to be over here for a while. There are a yeah. lot of other planets. But, uh, so silly. Uh, let's see, we have William Stryker, a young William Stryker coming back. Uh, we had Daniel Cudmore reprising his role as Colossus. Talk about it. I would be so mad if I was him, because like, he's Colossus in three movies. Colossus. Gets yeah. no dialogue. Actually, four movies. This is his four. fourth. And then yeah. Colossus is a scene stealer in Deadpool. Like, I'd be mad. Like, I'd be Ben Affleck. Like, oh, they like that Batman better. Oh, sad yeah. Uh, Sad, We had uh, Fan Bing... Oh, man. Bing. man. Fan Bing Bing as Blink. <laughs> Nailed it. I, that's actually what it is. Adam Canto as Sunspot and Boo Boo Stewart as Warpath.
1: And this is, like, see, what they do here well with the mutants is, yes, they're throwing a lot of them at us like they did in first class, but they don't have to be... Characters they can just be like, oh
0: look, you know, you, like
1: yeah. one of those yeah. like oh, they're you more feel, Easter eggs. You, yeah, yes. you feel cool for catching it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if I watch Avengers for the first time, and then I just watch the Avengers Endgame final fight. I can watch. You could do that. Like a comic book fan could watch that Endgame I'm fight. I'm just
1: laughing at that that concept. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah. You,
0: like you get what I'm saying. Like they can do. Like if they ever wanted to do something like that, with mm-hmm. especially with the <clears> X Men, <throat> where they just establish it and it's like you it's just like a tour of the mansion you see all these different mutants yeah. and then pick which ones they want to do mm-hmm. yeah. you know there's, there's a lot of cool things they could do we also had uh, Famke Jensen and James Morrison cameoing at the end Lucas Till is uh, Havoc for a brief scene we have Toad Inc a lot of a lot of characters yeah. who just yeah. kind of single scenes but um, and it ends with the happy ending Or so we think. (laughs) (laughs) Dum-dum-dum.
2: But, uh, yeah,
0: uh, Days of Future Past, just such a great movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm a sucker for time travel movies.
0: When it's done right. Yeah, when it's done right.
1: Like, I, I... uh, and I was just saying this before we went on, I'm an enormous back to the future nerd. Um, mm-hmm. I could talk and I, I try and like my house is just filled with back to the future paraphernalia all over the place. I mean, yeah. even even the shirt that I'm wearing today is a nod, even though it's got Wolverine on it, it's a nod to back to the future. <laughs> um, so I, I just love multiple, you know, time travel kind of films where that plays a, an active motivation for the character that they have to yeah. get back to something in a certain time period. And it's, a closing window. So and and it's done so well in this movie.
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh Star City ratings, Ronnie.
3: I'm going to go with a four or
0: five. I think I can agree with you on that one. I, I have a feeling it everyone's It is gonna almost Oh yeah, yeah. Almost I'm going to echo that 4.5. Yeah. Almost perfect. It's it is. So let's talk to uh, let's talk less than perfect cuz next we're going to X-Men Apocalypse. Terrible. All right, next movie. <sighs> <laughs> no the, 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 no, we, we go in you know, we go in with, with an un, we try and go in with an unbiased. Yep. And um We do. There was that one time. <laughs> so some things are really good in this movie. I like the Wolverine scene. I really do. I thought it was and they gave him the iconic nineteen nineties giant headgear and weapon X outfit. Yeah. I like that. Uh the ending battle scene is, is fun. Uh Psylocke looks fantastic. She
2: literally looks yeah. like she
0: came right off the comic book page because Olivia Munn is she's Olivia a Olivia Munn. She's a goddess, but anyway. She,
1: she was worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. And yeah.
0: unfortunately, that's the
1: only thing that's worth the price of admission in this movie. Yes. Yeah, so
0: let's... I think the biggest talking point for this movie is um, Apocalypse himself. Apocalypse should have been the Thanos of this franchise. Yes. They, they definitely...
1: And they got Oscar Isaac. That was fantastic. What on
0: earth happened? Um,
3: CGI happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Way I, as much, too much of it. As much as I love good practical effects and I like a guy in makeup and all that, Apocalypse was not the character to try that for. Mm. I d- there are some things that I liked. The scene of them in Auschwitz is fantastic. When Magneto mm-hmm. like digs in and he's like just tearing the place apart and yeah. I liked his voice yeah. effect. They did a great voice effect for oh, uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, for Apocalypse. Okay. Like sometimes his voice would like get uh, a digital effect to it, which I thought was cool. Yeah, otherwise it's just they don't do justice to Cyclops, who's a who's a no. whiny brat. And, and
1: this is Brian Singer. And this that's, is Brian Singer. Yeah. This is, yeah, that's I think that's actually the reason why this is not as good yeah. because this this goes remember this goes back to the first class. Cast, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, where with Matthew Vaughn, who did a fantastic job with it, and you know Brian Singer, even though he did Days of Future Past, he was able to blend everything together because he did have some ownership in it. And mm-hmm. then, but now this isn't his characters or, or his actors anymore. Yeah, this is Matthew Vaughn's, and he just—I think he just didn't know what to do with it. Like he put it in the '80s, which is cool. So yeah. they got what's what's her name, Jubilee. Um, yeah, you know, there's yeah. a reason to bring back Jubilee, but it just. There are, and like you said, there are some great things with this. And it's funny because at this point I'm watching Apocalypse and I almost call it Apocalypse now. And uh, (laughs) I'm watching it and I'm like, oh no, oh no. And it's, it's like, okay, we're hitting rock bottom. And then we don't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I was upset when they killed Havoc and Mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah, it just, it was, it was a mess and it should have. And it's at
1: this point that we're starting to see Jennifer Lawrence getting annoyed Yes. yes. And do you do
0: you actually know what my biggest disappointment is with this movie? And I think I mentioned it when we recorded the last one. The last shot is all of them in their comic-accurate uh. night... I, you know what? No. I actually think that the Cyclops' outfit looks great. You don't get to see a full body shot of most of them, but Cyclops looked great. Nightcrawler looked... I think they all looked <inaudible> good. Yeah. The, the <inaudible> anime is yeah. yeah. That was the intro music for the last episode. <laughs> yeah. But... um, And then they never use them again and they all oh, get generic... No. Yeah, blue and white or blue and yellow in the next, and I'm like, no, we finally had this because X Men. Yeah. we, we talked. That's when we talked about it because uh, we were talking about the costume evolution yes. and how we never really got Wolverine's costume. We never got costumes in in the X Men universe because this was the the this was paving the way for yeah. comic book movies. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give. I I'm gonna jump r- Ty Sheridan in it. It's funny because I like Ty Sheridan. I like him a lot. Um, it depends on like he was he was fine in Ready Player One, right? Um, and I've seen him in a couple of other things. I really like him in uh, The Scout's Guide to Zombie Oh yes, I, I did yeah. too. He he's, was great in that. Yeah, he's really good, but um, yeah, they just... And I, I like the guy that they got to play uh, Nightcrawler. I thought he was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, they actually got somebody with a Kenyan accent to be Storm, because she lost that <laughs> after the first... Just like how Wanda lost her accent. Oh yeah, her Sokovian accent. And they even mentioned that she's from Sokovia I know. <laughs> several times. I, I felt like with this film, with Apocalypse,
1: that they felt Hey, these are all the people you loved in days of future past and first class. We'll put them on screen again, and you'll love them again.. Yeah. And they were just big, counting on the fumes of those two films to run this one. And yeah. you have to do more than that. You have to bring something.: Apocalypse new to the table. should
0: have not also He also you don't make Apocalypse on one movie villain. I'm sorry no. like. Yeah. When, it, when it comes to iconic villains, apocalypse is like the doctor doom of the X-Men. Like yeah. he he he's always a force to be reckoned with, and every time they think they've defeated him, like they they kept Magneto, they've kept uh, Mystique, they should Oscar Isaac alone that that you know they should have had better. him have them captured at the end or disappear at the end yeah. mm-hmm. but they just really wanted to do Dark Phoenix yeah, yeah. so it, it,
1: it just didn't add anything to anything except for setting up
0: for Dark, Dark Phoenix. Phoenix yeah um, I'm gonna give it a 2.5 it is a it is a completely average movie yeah. it is right in the middle of the road like I can, I can have it on in the background while I'm doing other things yeah but um, and there's some are some good moments in it and you know when Olivia Munn's on screen, I have to tell my wife to I... <laughs> actually. <laughs> that, my wife's gonna sit right next to me. She's a family-friendly yes. show. That, that's yeah.
3: the only reason why I'm yeah. agreeing with the two-five is because of her.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> to right. be honest and, and, with you, because not not necessarily just, I just look-wise. I'm just saying, overall the way she did the character. But she's cycle. got like no lines.
0: Yeah. She's got she's just eye candy. Olivia Munn wanted to be in an X-Men movie, and that, yeah. that's basically what it was. Yeah. And yeah, they, she they kept so her alive geeky. too. And she's still alive. She like disappears at the end, but like, and they kill they kill Angel, like a yeah. founding X Men yeah. in the in the traditional comics. Oh, right. They they kill him. Who I should don't forget is in X Two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. <laughs> that I did like make sense. his metal yeah. wings were pretty cool. I did yeah. like the metal wings, and they even do the uh, the razor feathers. Oh yeah. So um, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna. Really, plow ahead. we're going to plow ahead with Dark Phoenix
1: and New well, hold Mutants on. We, first. Did we give all of our ratings for Apocalypse? That is true. Go Thank ahead. You. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> originally, I, 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 you know what? I think I got to go with like two and three quarters because <laughs> there are some good things to it, yeah, and yeah. it is, you know, it is great to see McAvoy and Fassbender trying their hardest, and they are still, you know, they're, they're still great. It's just plot wise and development wise it just sucked yeah, yeah. so I, I, I might even what, be willing to give it a 3
0: i think uh, maybe upon like another rewatch yeah. especially considering where the franchise is now it's one of those movies where you seek out clips from it on youtube yes yeah, yeah. and like i said you know the quicksilver scenes great yeah. um some some of the character stuff is really good uh but you know and about even the wolverine you know so we're going to talk about logan last cuz that's probably the that's probably, the crown jewel yeah um, I have no problem with PG-13 violence. Some people are very adamant that oh, it's PG-13, the violence isn't as good. I'm like, he's still he's still doing the same yeah. things. Yeah. Like, I, I've I've always had that that kind of. Logan's rated R for its its language, not so much the violence. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. There's some, it, there brutal- are some. There are oh, some. yeah. Reasons. Yeah, I'll give you that. But like, I didn't have a problem with PG-13 violence. You know, it can be done really well. Yeah. But uh, just wait till you're, you're on season four of Supernatural. Soon yes. they just start doing Spotter on the wall so they can save on the next budget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, let's talk about Dark Phoenix and the New Mutants. Dark Phoenix sucked. They ruined Dark Phoenix twice. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence was checked out. Yep. McAvoy and Fastbender tried their best. Ty Sheridan tries his best. I think most of the cast still try to, tries to bring it a little bit. But everybody's just done. And Sophie Turner's accent sometimes just peeks through. And they tried to... Yeah. So they. one good thing is that they did use the Phoenix Force, like an actual cosmic yeah. entity. But it was basically the same movie as The Last Stand. Confession? You like it?
1: I fell asleep. Oh, okay. thank God. <laughs> Oof, we were about to not ever invite you back. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I did. I About an hour in, I fell asleep. And I think I missed about ten or fifteen minutes, and I went back and rewatched it to to try and just fill in. You didn't in miss the, anything. Fill, no, it was the train. <laughs> like when they were on the train, like that. That's when yes, I nodded yeah. off, and then I came back. Which is ironically,
0: because <laughs> right. that's actually where the movie's good. Yeah, I actually
1: yeah. rewatched it. You know, just for those scenes, and I'm like, oh, okay, this was good, but it's still overall the, the first
0: yeah. fight between the fight between the X Men and the Brotherhood is fun, and yep. then the fight on the train is really good. And then what? Well, and that and, and, and Dazzler's in it.
1: <laughs> uh, and then there's the scene where Jennifer Lawrence gets her final paycheck. Yeah. Yep. And she can leave. Okay, you can go now.
0: So. I guarantee Nicholas you
3: they were Holt, like, Nicholas just because of that, it. that's the last thing we're going to shoot. on the-
0: Yeah, she probably yeah, punched probably. a craft service person on the way out or something. <laughs> Nicholas Holt, though, he he sells it when she dies because they were dating in real life. I don't think at the time, but pre for oh, this, really? yeah. yeah, they they had had a relationship outside. Um, and so, like when he when she dies, so like he he sells it, and his his going to Magneto makes sense, especially when Magneto finds out that Jean Grey, who was just there, was the one that killed her. And yeah. he's like, "What?" So, so, there the motivations are nice, but like, oh God, what a, what a way to just ruin the Dark Phoenix. Twice, (laughs) (laughs) I love the fact too that they
1: were like, "We're finally going to correct what they did wrong with the first Dark Phoenix," Mm -hmm. and they made it worse. Yeah, yeah. So and Sophie Turner, I have to say, Sophie Turner is terrible. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Um, She was
0: great in Game of Thrones, from what I've seen. She was good enough. She was good enough. Okay, (laughs) but um, yeah, it's just oh god. But then um, you also have the shape-shifting alien so basically they also had to reshoot the end of this movie because it was too much like captain marvel yeah (laughs) apparently the original (laughs) ending was very very like to a point where they had to change it similar um i do like uh nightcrawler when he goes beast mode and he like he kills people yeah like it was it was a little like whoa okay all right, Cody Smith McKee I, or <laughs> McPhee whatever his name is
1: <laughs> I'm just looking back see because I only watched it once like I said and, and you know in parts because I, I fell asleep and I'm remembering now certain things like Jessica Chastain is in this mm-hmm. who I love <laughs> Jessica Chastain yeah. but she's as Vuck she's like be, the scenes, like, I, I didn't think this was possible that because Sophie Turner is just a black hole of emotion. Like, and it's it's bad too because when she was younger, she was better mm-hmm. um, in, in Game of Thrones. And as she got older, she just got more and more vapid. And then her, scenes with her and Jessica Chastain, where like it becomes just a, a suck hole of emotion. Like, there's nothing there. there. I don't feel
0: anything when I see either of them and they're working together. Yeah. And, oh, gosh. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna just jump right to my rating because yeah I'm gonna give it a, a 1.5, one of my lowest ratings. I think uh, yeah. I think the only thing that yeah. measures is uh, uh, X Men Origins.
3: Yeah, I, I was gonna say the same thing. One one five for me as well. Rob's like a two five. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's say no seven no. Five.
0: Well,
1: because all right, <laughs> seven. So I will say you know, again. When I woke
0: up, it was really good.
1: Fassbender, <laughs> no matter what he does, is always trying his hardest, and so I I love Spender in this. Because um, he he is trying so hard.
3: So you give him a five, but the whole movie's a two. Oh.
1: <laughs> all right, so we're at a five here. So let me think about this. So I, I think I have to give it like, I could go two. I could, I'll, all right. I'm, <laughs> plant this seed in your brain. I'm giving it a two.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: Remember right. remember, remember, remember that for the, here in, in the about butt. two That's minutes. That's 0.5 okay. higher than us. Like, about, we're not going to yeah. argue. In, in, in about
0: two minutes, you'll see why. Go okay. Ahead. okay. Okay. Carry on. I did really enjoy the Cyclops taking more of a role because they, they've not known what to do with Cyclops, who mm-hmm. is one of my favorite X-Men characters, favorite, favorite com- comic book characters. And just in more recent years, he's just been hated and hated on more. So when we talk about the MCU, I really want to talk about uh, what they should do with some of these characters. But uh, very briefly, the new Mutants, I have not seen it in its and entirety. here comes the two minutes. Okay. Uh Yeah.
3: I haven't seen it at all, so.
0: Oh, I have. I've seen the majority of it, and I've also seen the everything wrong with and the everything great about. So I have a general idea of it. That everything great must be a short video. Uh, it probably was. It's. It's. They
1: fight a giant bear. Uh,
0: uh, they fight a bear it's in her mind, though. Oh, it's a.
1: It's a psychic mind bear. Yep. It is so many levels of bad, and that's why I'm. I'm putting this. That's why I put you know. Dark Phoenix a little bit higher at two stars. 15 because minutes is the everything great about the New Mutants. <laughs> How did they stretch that?
0: He does, a, he does a conclusion at the end. He probably has an advertisement, oh, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> 17 advertisements. I, I
1: can say with a great deal of assurance that New Mutants is the single worst X-Men movie ever created. It is so many levels of bad, and which is a shame, too, because the they were trying— Define on
0: point. Well, you got the, the kid from Stranger Things, who's like hot off of it. Yep. Anna Taylor Joy, who's now killing it in The Queen's Gambit. Right. And then there's three other characters. I didn't have much <laughs> I
1: more. Was I, was saying- I was not prepared. <laughs> the only thing on point about that is the fact that they were cast.
0: There, yeah. No, the only thing on point about this movie is that it eventually came
2: out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I feel You b- mean that I- it ended? <laughs> that it ended. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah, I felt bad for the, the director because he tried... Wh- how many m- dates did they have for this that they like wanted to five. release? It? No, it was more than that. No, I want to say it was five times it got pushed back. Wow.
0: This this movie is... You know the scene in Little Giants when they are trying to run through the uh, the barrier thing yeah. and like, they all get Little stuck giants. and they fall backwards? Yeah. I they know all, what you're talking about. And they all get stuck and it's fall deep backwards. deep cut. Yeah. yeah, I love that movie. That's my favorite sports movie because uh, I was one of those kids. <laughs> sports. But... um. They all try and run through the, the opening line, uh-huh. and they get stuck, and they all fall backwards. Yeah. that's what this movie was. Like, all right, the, the game's over. Come on, just 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 go through, just go through the <laughs> yeah. ribbon, and they all fall backwards. All right,
1: so here's here's what I did like about it. Um, I liked opening the fact, opening credits, ending credits. <laughs> I like the fact that they had a concept for something new. That you know, they wanted to make a horror movie and do something like I think the idea to put it in a single location, that's actually a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, they put it in a psych ward. We're gonna make you know, lean into the horror. That's a great idea. But then they don't lean into the horror. Because they reshot the whole thing. but but my understanding is what's released is the director's original vision. Oh. Yeah. Like they did reshoot, like no, I think they said they were going to reshoot. No, they, they they did. Did, did they? they did. Okay. But what came out is what the director actually wanted, and there are like the the trailers indicate that it is something that is terrifying, mm-hmm. um, and it's not. There are some scenes where it's like, oh, that's a scary image, but there's no horror in it whatsoever. Like it's really tame. Um, all of the actors have completely undiscernible. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Have have action act? Do you want? Do you, how do you want to handle this?
2: Just yeah, g- we'll keep talking. Okay,
1: um, all of the actors have completely undiscernible accents, um, and I will yeah okay, yeah their their accent you cannot figure out what they're trying to say. Anna Taylor Joy is terrible in it. Um, she has she doesn't know how to handle her character. Um, it is very very like it's a short movie, so they get in and they get out, which is neat. Um, but there's no development whatsoever. It's it's awful.
0: So you want to talk about something nice then? Like Logan? I was gonna talk about how Ronnie just had to step off the podcast. <laughs> we're going yes, we're gonna. Uh, so just, just for <laughs> full full disclosure, uh, we ended up talking off off mic for way longer than we originally anticipated. So unfortunately, Ronnie did have to step out. So Rob and I are gonna kind of, because Ronnie did put his thoughts out about uh, the MCU last week. He and I uh, mentioned it. So. Editor's note, Rob and I are going (laughs) to finish up the uh, episode with uh, a discussion about Logan because that's also going to take up a little bit of time and I know it's a a movie that Ronnie and I did, I think we did in a podcast episode about, so it's a good chance for me and Rob to kind of play with our thoughts on it and then we're going to talk about the MCU because who better to talk about the MCU and the future of the (laughs) X-Men than a big MCU fan and a big X-Men fan. So we're going to keep rolling, so Ronnie does send his condolences to the death of our podcast episode. Wait, that's not what he was supposed to say. But anyway, so let's talk about Logan. Okay. Logan is arguably one of the best examples of how to end a franchise. Mm. If Logan had been the last movie of the X-Men franchise, I think we would have been okay. But what happens when something makes money? <laughs> yeah. So Logan is technically, I would argue, it is the last of the, the X-Men movies. Yeah, we say goodbye to Patrick Stewart, goodbye to Hugh Jackman. Now, are you familiar with the Old Man Logan story? Oh, I've read it. Yes, you've read it. Okay, yes. so you you have an idea. Now, when they first announced that they were going to do not an adaptation of Old Man Logan, but kind of a take take homage from. Yeah. You you run into the interesting question of how do you, it's very similar to when Civil War was coming out because in the comics, Civil War is hundreds of characters that we hadn't seen mm-hmm. on screen before, including especially Spider Man at that point. What were your thoughts when they announced Logan and what they were kind of thinking about doing? I I liked the idea.
1: I I, I liked it. I I was a little worried though, because I did love the old man Logan comic. Mm -hmm. Um, Like
0: the the definitive one. I know there are some other
1: ones old, you know, where he is old and doing things.
0: He's so, that character version was so popular that they brought him into the main continuity, very similar to Miles Morales. Yeah. Where there is now an old man Logan running around in the main Marvel 616. And I I loved it. And I, and I I thought it would be neat to do, um,
1: I was a little worried because I wasn't sure where they were going to go with it or how they might ruin
0: it and everything, but uh, I'm like, all right, I'll keep an open mind. Yeah, so I I will argue that this movie was able to be done because of Deadpool. Uh, To the point where they even argue it, or they make fun of it in the opening scene of Deadpool 2 mm -hmm. about Wolverine riding his coattails with the R rating. This movie would not have worked if it was... I mean, it could have worked as PG-13. It really could have. I don't think it would have had the same...
1: Part of what makes it so great is that you know Logan is so broken. grizzled and broken that he is. The is, scene of
0: him pulling his claws out is still like <sighs> intense, but um, yeah. So I read the comic years ago. Mm. It is it is definitely a Marvel. It is it's the Dark Knight Returns of of Marvel. Basically, it's very similar. You got oh, yeah. Wolverine living nice in retirement, and you know he's he's kind of drawn back into the into the world. He hasn't used his claws since now. In the comics, this is spoiler alerts we're going to go through. For Logan? For, for Not only for Logan, but also if you haven't read Old Man Logan. Oh, yeah. Because in the comics, you find out that all the X-Men were killed. Yes. In fact, the majority of Earth's heroes have been killed. The X-Men, you find out, were actually killed by Wolverine, who was tricked into it by Mysterio. Damn, Jake Gyllenhaal. So he was actually it Mysterio? I forgot who yeah, it was. Mysterio was, was okay. the one that, that convinced him that all that the X-Mansion had been invaded. Right, and he So goes he, and he slaughtered. All of them. So he has not used his claws since.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, in this movie, you—they don't specifically say what happened, but it's—it's imp- it's mostly said that Xavier was the one that had some sort of psychic attack, like he has throughout the, this. Right. Um, I, I, somebody complains about how Wolverine was like the only one not affected. I was like, he heals like as right. fast as his brain is destroyed. It's still—it's regrowing just as fast. Like he's still healing. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's also why X twenty three was able to. Survive yeah. that, Laura. But um, d- did you have a problem with them switching up the? no
1: I, I thought they made some good ideas adi- like it's it's Logan is it's own thing apart from old man Logan comic yeah. and, and you know because Xavier because like, if I remember correctly I don't think Xavier is really in old man Logan he's not right? no okay yeah it, I think Wolverine's the only surviving x Man. and having a a psychic mutant developing dementia that's a fascinating concept
0: and and Stuart kills yeah. it in this movie like he it's his swan song, song too like yeah. oh the scene where he's like lucid finally right before X-24 you know kills him that's gut wrenching yeah. when he realizes that he's the one that killed his own students. Like, um, I do wish you'd found out what happened to Magneto and happened mm. to like some of the other main characters, but because at the end of Days of Future Past, obviously everything's all hunky dory. Do you think that this movie takes place after that, or is? I think it does. Yes, I think yeah. it does.
1: Um, it, it makes sense, and I do like the fact that there are some futuristic elements in it. Like they, but do it's not overly. It. Right. Yeah. yeah, we're not Back to the Future Two here. It's
0: mostly the prosthetics. Yeah. So it's it's a natural progression of, of where technology is now. Yeah. Um, he's he's a limo driver. That's what he does. He drives yeah. people, you know, back and forth across the border. Um, you do get to see boobs in this too. <laughs> boobs! <laughs> Woohoo! <Whenever>, boobs! <laughs> whenever we watch any movie. Anything, if there are boobs, that's what my wife goes. She goes boobies. <laughs> like, I to love the that you
1: married someone. Oh my god, with a similar Sometimes, intellect. <laughs> so, have you heard
0: of Anna Taylor shows? Oh, uh, not Anna Taylor. Uh, the new show, Br- Briganton or Briderton? Brigger. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. So we only heard that there was a like a twelve minute montage of a newly of like a newly married couple so we just watched it i I have heard that they quote heavily into the bodice ripping yeah Yeah, it exploded into on the internet so we just watched that scene we're like oh we get it all right you want to watch supernatural now so um yeah so logan is of all the characters i I was really surprised they brought back caliban Mm -hmm. who's been played by i think two different actors now but um, they—the they, idea is that there are no, there's no more mutants. No. And I guess in uh, the New Mutants, they actually show footage from. Yeah, yeah it's they, brief because yeah, um, uh, it's all supposed to be by the Essex Corporation, which yes. was supposed to be Mister Sinister. On, Essex. <laughs> another another missed opportunity for yeah, the
1: and X-Men and franchise. Believe it or not, the Essex is referred
0: to often in New Mutants. Yes. And because they I'm think so that, they
1: did that they think yeah. that
0: they're training to be X-Men, but you find out that it's really the Essex yeah, Corporation. Yeah. So that that's a fun little twist. Uh,
2: what a
1: I'm sorry I'm I,
0: when we when we talk the M- when we talk to about the uh, the MCU and what we want we'll talk a little bit more yeah. about characters that we wish we had gotten what's great
1: about Logan is the fact that they take what's existing build upon it and create something new from it and that's where like Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix went wrong mm-hmm. is they didn't build anything new they just, coasted on the fumes. And
0: they were also dealing with a little, what a lot of movie franchises were dealing with where they were like, what's our next project? Uh. Um, even the MCU was guilty of it with like movies like Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2 was a really big setup for what was coming afterwards. And it's usually the one... It's usually of the Marvel movies between that and Thor The Dark World. They're the ones that get a little bit of flack. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, Thor The Dark World's not a good no, movie. it's not that good. Unfortunately. But uh, as much as I love Thor and I love the character and I love what they've done with him, yeah. it's just you know Thor of the Dark World was really bad but um I would
1: love to see too what they do with the girl from Logan I, I wish they would think about doing something so they with that character great
0: they wanted to do an X23 yeah. and had the franchise kept going that would have been the natural progression and I know Daphne Keen was well, a, she was phenomenal and yeah. it, it was her her star making role but I'm sure she's older now is she She's older she I guess originally there was a lot of interest and then she's like then they stopped calling Oh which you know it's unfortunate you know what i wonder if that was because of the whole 20th century fox merger no because this movie came out in 2017 so like this is three and a half years ago before mm-hmm. they even started mentioning it oh that's true so you know for all we know it could have been on the you know on the books but no they uh unfortunately like she she was great and i would have loved to see like kind of like a new a new mutants <sighs> i would have like, i would have rather seen a movie with those kids with those kids there is so much about the New Mutants that doesn't make sense as to
1: why there's only like five of them in this gigantic psychiatric hospital. Why there's only one person in charge of all these five? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, 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 there's no sense at all. Yeah.
0: So it's just unfortunately, like Wonder Woman. Sorry, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. It's an it's a Marvel con. It's a Marvel episode. No, I don't care. I, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Listen to our episode. You, you, <laughs> we're not nice about it, which is a shame because I'm such a DC guy. But, um, I'm a DC guy when it comes to the comics. I think their comics are superior, and their TV—well, arguably now the TV shows, because now Marvel's finally found their footing. Yeah. Because as much as I liked Agents of Shield, it—it it, it didn't serve a purpose. It didn't. It was more just riding the coattails. It was, yeah. and then you know you got you had your Netflix stuff, which was great. Right. And then don't forget things like Cloak and Dagger, Runaways. I didn't. I only watched the first season of Cloak and Dagger. Me I too. still haven't seen the second one. Um, because I think that's over two. Yeah, and uh, they did two seasons. Runaways, yeah. I think, did two. two.
1: and then I think they did like a little crossover-ish kind of stuff with. Yeah, them. they've done some
0: things like that. Uh, I know they've mentioned the Ray Corporation a few times yeah. and stuff like that, but I still have not finished <sighs> Iron Fist. Oh, I, I, you know what? That's the only
1: one of the four I did finish. You didn't finish Daredevil. No so you're, I, you're free for the rest of the day because
0: we're gonna go upstairs and watch <laughs> Daredevil then oh my
1: really I never watched season 3 of Daredevil Yeah,
0: it is fantastic is it? and I'm I love season that. 2 but I, I would say season 3 is even I'm better I'm catching up on a lot of stuff I missed hence season 2 of Cobra Kai I just finished So, oh, God. season 3 is awesome oh. I've heard but um, yeah Logan I also think definitely benefited from it's R rating it it mm-hmm. Unfortunately, sometimes you'll throw an R rating just to say like a couple of f bombs. Right.
1: It's it's not. I have to say, yeah, it's not gratuitous and it's not it's all, exploit, it feel, exploitative.
0: Yeah, it feels it feels natural. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it flows in, and also you get your your finally get your berserker Wolverine scene. Yeah. Uh, you can argue you got it in uh, X two with the mansion scene. That's pretty close. Mm. But this oh, right. was like that. yeah, this was like berserker Wolverine. Like he's like cutting people's arms off and. Which, you know,
1: I have to say, too, one of the things that worried me about this movie was the fact that James Mangold was um, going to be uh, directing it.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. let's not forget that he did The Wolverine. Yeah. Um, and his other movies are Night and Day with Tom Cruise. Um, Walk the Line, which isn't exactly a... It's not a great movie, Walk the Line. You know, Kate yeah. and Leopold with Hugh Jackman. So like when I heard James Mangold was doing Logan, Old Man Logan, I'm like, oh no! But he
0: killed it. Yeah, he he, he definitely nails it. Um, let's see, there was I'm trying to think who else. Oh, apparently Mr. Sinister was supposed to cameo in this.
1: Oh. Someday they'll. I, some of that is is that Sony? So, no, who who owns Sinister? Is it Sony or is it
0: Disney? No, no Mr. Sinister. Yeah, he's an he's technically an X Men character, so Fox had him. Fox had them. Okay, Fox had.
1: because I, Fo- I know Sony owns some of the like you know
0: the the Sinister Six, all the Sinister Six. They own all of them. Mister Sinister and the Sinister no, Six. No, I know are that's totally two separate things. Yeah. but yeah, no, the Sinister Six they completely own. Okay, anything that's Spider-Man directly related, introduced in okay. Spider-Man. comic. Well, see. I don't know too much about Mister Sinister. He was more of a geneticist kind of doctor, and he was yeah. ve- he was obsessed with creating the perfect. Being and he thought that it was Cyclops and Jean Grey that would create the perfect. He's kind of like a Doctor Mengele kind of character. Uh, s- similar to him. Okay. Very '90s in his look. I'm just pulled up a picture. Yes. So no, did, I yeah. do know what he looks like. I, I actually have a Mister Sinister action figure. <laughs> yeah, he's um. I know he. I don't think he's actually technically a mutant. I think he's. Okay. It's all science for him. But yeah, right. he's he's obsessed. He was obsessed with uh, Jean Grey and Cyclops, and he was. I think he was the one who cre- he created a clone called Madeline Pryor. And okay. uh, Nathan Summers, who we know as Cable. Yes. So that he was a very big in that kind of thing. Oh, and there's Miss Sinister. Miss Sinister. What a world we live in. Oh,
1: com- Comic books will just explore anything and everything.
0: Yeah, he, he with help from Apocalypse, he's just genetically okay. enhanced. He's not an actual mutant. It depends, though. Sometimes they change it up. But, um, yeah, I, he was very big on the X-Men animated series. He was in a lot of those episodes. Okay. But... Um, yeah just Logan I, I would say it is a five out of five for me
1: I, I I would I wouldn't go quite that far but I can understand anyone who would yes um I would say you know four and a half to four and three quarters for me like you know it's for me you know the Dark Knight is still you know the five out of five and and in terms of comic book movies and so you know I, rewatching the Dark Knight even
0: just recently it's still just so amazing I had an argument recently oh, about no. Christian Bale's Batman, and I want to hear your thoughts since, okay. since I got you here and since you, you since opened we're... the door a little bit. I will argue that Christian Bale's Batman is one of the weakest Batmans. Oh yeah. Be- oh, okay, so yeah, no, a- no, oh, no, I wouldn't argue that uh, because I, all of his movies, he is out shadowed. Yeah. Oh, completely. Um, I, I think he set back the character of Bruce Wayne. Actually, um, he is. He's dumb. He's not smart in these movies. He's not detective ish at all. He's not like say what you will about Ben Affleck's Batman. Like you you actually see him doing tech stuff. Like yeah. he built he makes the kryptonite spear and the kryptonite grenades
1: himself. Yeah. And he's very much you know, that Ben Affleck is very much like the Dark Knight returns kind of Yeah, that's what they know. that's where they bought most of their homage right. from. And Whereas, also
0: physically he is the physical personification of what Batman should
1: look right. like. Whereas if you look at say Batman
0: year one, mm-hmm. that's not Christian Bale. No. Also, you know what bothers me about Christian Bale's Batman? When he fights, he has his hands up like above his <laughs> shoulders. Yes, I've noticed that. And it's just it's very awkward. Like yeah. I I remember the first trailer for Batman vs Superman where we saw parts of the warehouse fight scene and just you see him like things are exploding. He's like yeah. and full on like Arkham Asylum Batman. Like I, I will say that every iteration of Batman has brought something really good to the table. Yeah. Um I- the original versions with uh Keaton he's he's play does the the fake playboy kind of thing you know he's he does a great job portraying the two different characters um he's also smart like you yeah. see him his fighting style leaves a lot to be desired yeah. but it's it's a product No I stars. I
1: wouldn't uh, disagree with you Christian Bale within it is is he's planned and that's why in, for the dark knight I don't think you needed a great batman cuz it's all about the joker and it's all about the crime saga too mm-hmm. you know with the Maronis and everything That's and why
0: so. I really hope with this Pattinson Batman like we saw the physicality of him when he beats the tar out of that one yes. guy, which which is great. Like it's it's I'm this is for that. yeah. I want to see a little bit more of the crime drama and the the detective of Batman. Well, and, and I think in the trailer, isn't there a scene where he hands Gordon like
1: a file or something, and and it looks like he's done some research or something. Like it's just nice to see a research based Batman. Yeah.
0: I also, you know, what I really like about this when he's walking through the crime scene, everybody just stops and stares at oh, him because yeah. he's still wanted technically. Yes. Like, this is year two or three of him. Like, he's, he, you know, Al, you hear Alfred, you're becoming quite the celebrity. And, like, people who don't know who he is, like, mm-hmm. who are you supposed to be? So, I, I'm excited because we've never, we've always gotten Batman at different points in his career. And Michael Keaton, like, he's more of an urban legend. You get that, that kind of mentality. In the Christian Bale universe, he immediately just starts and he's Batman. And everybody knows, oh, yeah. like, oh, there's a guy dressed like a bat. Like, And then you get uh, Affleck, who's obviously been doing this for a long time. He captures most of the Suicide Squad. So I'm I'm curious to see kind of that in-between time. Um, You know what I just read recently that I would
1: love to see, and and I'll just briefly mention this. Have you heard of uh, Batman Earth-1? Yes. I just recently discovered that in the comics. Mm -hmm. Wow, wouldn't that be great to see that timeline and that, you know,
0: everything come together? You know what I just watched? I watched uh, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, it's on HBO oh, Max. Oh, I saw like a couple images. From yeah, that, the yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's not bad. It's, okay. it's got a very like that art style too. Yeah. So yeah, I would love to see uh, an Earth One Batman. That'd yeah. be fun. Um I really want to see what they want to do with you know DC's also leaning into their multiverse. They're also leaning into their standalone stuff. Uh, Ronnie and I were actually going to do Joker last week and just talk about the Joker as a character. And we, we didn't oh, as a character. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I thought you were talking we were going to talk about the Joaquin. the movie, the Joaquin Phoenix movie, because we we never did a review for it. Oh, please count me in on that. Yeah, yeah, and we were also going to talk about you know just the the character himself and you know kind of different iterations. You have your Mark Hamill's, you have your Heath Ledger's, Jack Nicholson's, and um, they also did the three Joker's story in the comics recently. Mm -hmm. And that's how I view the Joker. He's I even like the Jared Leto gangster one. You got like the mob boss comedian type with Jack Nicholson. You got the anarchist with Heath Ledger. You got the clown with Mark Hamill. Yeah, you know the Joker's. Just a such a diverse, iterations. yeah. So I'm, I'm happy, though, that they're not putting him in the Pattinson one to start off with. Yeah, so we think. I hope not. I, <laughs> I just, I wanted him to fight Hush. I thought that yeah. would have been a lot oh, that's more a good fun. Oh, um, And, you know, obviously the Riddler is supposedly going to be the bad guy with uh, the Penguin but, also. No. To come back, I don't disagree with you about Christian Bale, mm.
1: um, which will be interesting to see how he does as in uh, in the new Thor movie.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cuz I do feel that Christian Bale is a fantastic actor but he was severely underused in
0: the Dark Knight trilogy. I think th- I think he was just like the, the scenes where he goes like to the playboy kind of motion like that that was good. It yeah. shined. Like he's a great actor. But um yeah, like they did not do a good no. job with with Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh, yeah. Oh, now I'm sad. But anyway, uh let's talk about really quick. I know cuz we're running running really long which we kind of figured we would. Be. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry I do that to you guys. <laughs> no, nah, that's fine. Uh, you should have seen us when we did our, our crossover episode with... Oh, my God, with, with Sean. Yeah, that was a long episode. <laughs> I bet. It was a long episode. It was worth it, though. It was fun. Um, just wait till Batman versus Superman... Or, uh, excuse me, Justice oh, League. Yeah. now just wait for that one. that That's going to be a two-parter, I think. Yeah, I like think. An, Like, I think, uh, initial reviews after well, seeing it. Well, aren't they it. releasing it one week at a time? So, they said they were, and then they changed it to... Now, there's rumors that they're going to do the whole thing as a movie. And then, they were talking about putting it actually out in... in theaters if they are able to um so if it comes out in theaters i would love to oh see i'm sure it. you'll be there yeah yeah um the only problem is they don't do food at the theaters right now no nah, they can't so, yeah which sucks because i was like i went in there i was like oh no popcorn for wonder woman no. it made it worse but um so the mcu <laughs> how could it get worse yeah eat. there was no popcorn <laughs> i was thirsty so when 20th century fox announced that it was being bought by disney we were ecstatic
1: Of course. You had characters. I remember the
0: day. uh, Fantastic Four and X-Men were the biggest names to be uh, brought into. So they've already announced that they're going to do stuff with the Fantastic Four. They announced a movie. They announced Doctor Doom as a a potential villain for Black Panther 2. What do you want to see with the X-Men? So Mm. obviously the biggest thing is where have they been? And can you still do the World War II survivor aspect with Magneto at this point?
1: See, and this is where I think Deadpool does well, Mm -hmm. because they brought mutants in, but it wasn't Wolverine, Magneto, and and uh, Xavier centric. Yeah, and I think we've seen that, we've done that. Let's get away. The cameo of all them in this. Oh yeah, with the close the door. Like to bring in, you know, Cable as a mutant. That's like really cool. So Mm -hmm. I think there's a wealth of mutant stuff out there, where they can start introducing them and not have it be about Wolverine and those those guys, you know, or, I want, or Xavier's school and everything.
0: So I would not have a problem if, I would like it if Xavier was introduced in a different movie. You don't need to introduce him in an X-Men movie. Have him just at the end, like towards the end of another movie, like, you know, Reed Richards talking to, you know, Doctor Strange and then Professor Xavier wheels in. Or have like like a Cyclops be like an emissary, like a Nick Fury type thing at the end of Iron Man where he's like, hey you just stumbled into this series mm. well, like you can do a lot of different things but I get what you're saying about not utilizing the the brands basically yeah I, I just feel like there's a certain stench
1: to the x-men series at this point where it's like let's Cut, you know, cut and run from all that, and, and see that's why I I appreciated the New Mutants for what they were trying to do with mm-hmm. do something totally different because there was in you know New Mutants there's no Xavier there's no mention of Xavier Magneto and Wolverine at all. They do mention the X Men though. Yeah, they mention the X Men, but that's it, and and I wish they would
0: do that. I think that would be so much better. Yeah. So the my biggest concern is how are they going to explain the presence of mutants. Yes, I, and that's a problem. They can use the Thanos snaps because originally, if you watch the original trailer for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, or Home, uh, Far From Home, yeah. Okay. They, in the original trailer, you hear Nick Fury say that Thanos' snap created a rift in the multiverse. In the multiverse, universe, yeah. Um, and obviously, with the new Spider-Man movie, there's all this talk about multiverse and mm-hmm. Spider-Verse and all that, which you know I'm excited for. Electro is a good, uh, well done by Jamie Foxx, I'm yeah. psyched. But, um, they can use anything they can use magic they can use um the thanos snap they can they can they can figure it out and i and i trust kevin feige to, to but also i think he's sitting there going well how the hell am i gonna do this yeah no. and also he even said he's like we're taking a little break from the x-men they, they need to breathe i i want to point out
1: that when we heard andrew garfield might be coming back we were like that's exciting but had that been announced, you know, 3 years after Andrew Garfield did Spider-Man, we would have been like,
2: oh. No. He was, so yeah, there, he's there only,
1: needs to be time.
0: Yeah, you need to breathe. Um I think they need to do cuz WandaVision's airing now. Mm. WandaVision will connect to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which will connect to the new Spider-Man movie. Like all it's 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 yeah, about time I, that these movies are actually starting to connect in in a more synergistic way than right. just Here's your Thor story. Here's your, your origin
1: story. story. Here's your, Well Feige I just recently said he's planned out through like twenty twenty eight or something like that. Which is great. Yeah.
0: And also, I I think I said it in the last episode or one of our previous episodes that we did. You don't need to do a solo film for all no, these characters. Agreed. I again, I would have no problem if they introduced Professor Xavier in a Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. Smart, he's oh that's he's a, a good gen- idea. he's yeah. a genetic professor. Like Reed Richards needs to go see a specialist. And yeah, <laughs> like we're we're dealing with something we've never seen before. We need we need help, and then it just flashes to Xavier School in Westchester. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like you can do stuff like that. Um, same thing with like if you want to reintroduce Daredevil, have him be Peter Parker's lawyer. Like yeah. there's all this talk, and there's so so many great theories too, which I always enjoy, but um. They need to. They need to breathe. They also. They're gonna have to rework some of these character stories. They're gonna. Have to, they'll. They'll probably look at the ultimate comics like they did for Captain America, because you can't have Magneto as a World War II survivor right now. No, that's age wise 100, doesn't Hundred and ten or something like that. Like yeah. you know, you, can, you can't do that. Um, I mean, you can you can talk it away with. And also, let's not forget the MCU is currently five years ahead of the current timeline. Are they? Oh, they? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I yeah, guess. They with the ahead snap, ahead, that's ahead, true. That game. five years later card, I forgot about that. Yeah. So I would, I'd be okay if they were like, when, when Iron Man did that second snap, something changed, and now we have these people developing abilities because they, yeah. they weren't allowed to say mutant for a long no, time, they so they were, called uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch and, and enhanced. We have an enhanced. enhanced. On, we, have, we have an enhanced on the field, so that was their workaround because they also they couldn't call the two of them are mutants, but. So now, are there two going to be two Quicksilver? Well, apparently, Evan Peters is going to be in Wandavision. Okay. They haven't said who he's playing, though. All right. I could see them. Playing. Well,
1: yeah. And depending
0: Which, on. And see, all right. At this
1: point, too, please let the audience know well, there have only been two episodes of Wandavision yes, released. Yes. So like, literally, we recorded we Yeah. The day we're, after. we're not really sure exactly what's going on or anything, if this is all in her head. And if it is all in her head, then that would make sense to have Quicksilver come back. Yeah.
0: And, you know, with her powers, the way that everything's right. all
1: wonky, I could see it.
0: Oh, it's Evan Peters. Yeah. Not, so that makes sense. Not Aaron. Uh, uh, oh God, what's his last name?
1: Evan. Now wait, Evan Peters is Evan the MCU Peters was one. The, no, okay. a- Aaron, that's the uh, X Men one. Yeah,
0: Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes, Kick-Ass. Yeah, Kick-Ass. Yeah. So, which I it's a shame because I really liked him in Avengers: Age of Ultron. I thought him and him and Hawkeye's little back and forth was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, that was. I remember yeah. that. Did you didn't when see that all,
1: coming? That's when they had accents.
0: Yeah, when they had <laughs> thick, thick accents. Thick. Um, but for the, for the MCU, I I want costumes. I want. I would love it if the X Men were a tactical team, you know, Mm. because in Dark Phoenix they made them into celebrities, like they they were like a a well known superhero team. Oh
1: yeah, and they showed up. Yeah, they
0: don't need to be the Avengers. The the X Men could be. We deal with mutant problems, right? If a mutant attacks, we'll deal with it. But your average bank robbery, you're not. If we're around, you might see us do something. But I want. I want to see the original X Men team. We don't need Wolverine no we don't no. take your time <clears throat> find the right casting and and do that right but I would love to see like maybe make a mention of you know well there was this one guy once who or we have to go to Canada because they some sort of animal attack <laughs> like oh god yeah, and I, then just don't talk about it yeah but um, I, I think less is more with the X-Men at this point or build it up like Avengers you yeah. know have them do their own thing for a little bit they can hell they can be on Earth too and then, for some reason, when the when Tony Stark snapped, everybody came back. Because let's not forget, there was also three snaps. There was Thanos's. Oh right. no, four. Excuse me. Thanos snapped once to yeah. eradicate half life. Okay. Then he destroyed the gems, so we don't right. know if he snapped to do that or anything like that. Yeah. So I, I'll I'll say that's a second snap. Then Tony Stark, or then the Bruce Banner did it to okay. bring everybody back. Oh yes. And okay. then Tony and then Stark, Stark did, did it, it to to kill Thanos's army. So, I mean, that's a lot of unknown quantum of energy. Yeah, a lot of snapping. A lot of a lot of reality warping.
1: Like, reality's completely... Can, can they snap it to the point where the new mutants
0: disappears as a movie? No, nothing's that powerful. <laughs> I'd like to erase my mind of that yeah, one. Yeah, nothing. Did you know apparently the Infinity Gems only work in the dimension that they're in? I don't know what that means. So, <laughs> if I'm on Earth-1, and I have my okay. Infinity Gauntlet, Okay, and it's fully loaded. It will only handle. If Earth I go one. to if I go to Earth two, they're useless. It won't work. Okay, yeah. Yeah. found that out. So there are there could there are by superhero science there are multiple gauntlets. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. They and they've they've addressed it before, and technically all those I mean because even the gems that they use are technically alternate gems. But now,
1: all right, So now this is multiverse, whereas DC is the multiple timelines no wait, no. Wait, D- no
0: DC was always DC was a mul- was a bigger with the multiverse stuff first Okay, and then Marvel does cultural different, appropriation di- <laughs> yeah, different earths they're earth earth, earth one they, okay all right. oh no they do like earth 616 is the right. main Marvel continuity it's, it's so confusing but well we'll see what happens with Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness oh, I can't wait I'm excited for it uh, especially because Wanda's gonna be in it so the only I have to say the only concern I have is Sam Raimi
1: yeah I'm hoping, I'm hoping, because Sam Raimi, I love, don't get me wrong, Evil Dead, wonderful. I love the Evil Dead series, Um, and even Ash vs. Evil Dead, and, and, you know, I even love, you know, Drag Me to Hell, and Mm. all his other horror stuff. Um, I just hope he's evolved as a a creator. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can, I can, I can stand behind you on that one. Um, I want them to also know who they want their villain to be. I don't mind the Magneto-Professor-Xavier clash. I think it's a, it's an iconic staple right. of X-Men comics. Um, get the right casting done. And you can also, you know, it, you can do it fresh, especially with, I hate to bring anything real into it, but with the modern political climate, it, it, it would still work in different contexts. Mm-hmm. But um, pick who you want to be your, your Thanos of the X-Men story. Because the X-Men are not Avengers, They need to, just like the Fantastic, because this, this is going to be a unique dynamic too, because we're going to have all these different groups of heroes involved. You have the Avengers who are kind of not even a thing right now. Mm -hmm. The X-Men and the Fantastic Four. They're all different factions with different agendas and different things that they do. You don't need them all to be Avengers hell i'd be yeah. i'd love it avengers versus x-men they did it in the comics oh yeah that'd be great once you get this this ball rolling and have it be like a mr sinister like a, or, yeah. or an apocalypse that they have to team
1: up for and that could be you know done the way civil war was done where you've got you know warring superheroes yeah
0: so with the x-men the biggest advice that we're gonna have to because you know they listen to oh us, yeah is, is it's Which takes I, time mr feige i'd like you to for your next movie. move yeah, no, right? take their time that's all I want I want them to take their time really look at the cast really look at what characters they want to invest in and because the MCU and even the DC universe casting has never been their issue no no they like even the ones where we roll our eyes out the hardest which I see you doing because I know you're thinking about Suicide Squad actually I'm thinking about Gal Gadot
1: actually I uh, she's Wonder Woman is an Amazon. She is like a supermodel on the runway.
0: Yeah, I'm really upset about it too. I don't know.
1: But um <laughs> I know I, I, I get what you're, ca- ca- I yeah, get what you're saying. I get what
0: you're saying. Yeah. She's in she's a part of the continuity too, which is even better. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. But um take their time. And also don't be afraid to lean into the costumes. Like it, yeah. it's mm-hmm. they gotta do it right though. Like it X-Men costumes are tough. They're really tough, but like look at Deadpool. Yep, or look at even uh, arguably Captain America's costume, which was terrible in Avengers, but better, great in well, everything and, and else.
1: Think back to when you know the first Captain America came out, and I'm talking about you know the the Salinger uh, Captain Ooh, America. Oh, with the fake ears. Yeah, with the fake ears. Like, was there anyone who was looking at Captain America going, "You know what? We could turn this into a really strong franchise." Everyone was like, "All right, Captain America can't be done." And yeah. then they did. So, you know, what I'm hoping they have something in mind
0: that we just, just can't conceptualize at this point. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Um, who would you want your team of X-Men to be? <laughs> uh, I,
1: I would... The reason the MCU worked is because they went lower tier. Iron Man was like... How low was Iron Man? Oh, he Man? was C-class. Right. Like, he I, had his own animated show, and that was about it. I think we need to go C-class for X-Men. So, I think we need to pull people that I'm not even aware of. Okay. Uh, you know, make a like. How great would it be to have like an Iceman and and what's his name the, the fire who does the fire Pyro <laughs> Pyro yeah
0: and an Iceman and Pyro kind of like approach. You know what I would really like, um, especially when they do Fantastic Four. I want a young Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. like like a seventeen eighteen year old Johnny Storm. I'd love to see like a movie of Johnny Storm, Peter Parker, and Iceman. Yeah, like call it Fire Ice and Spiders. Like, <laughs> I Spider Man and his amazing friends. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, Deep it, cut. It would be you know what? And maybe that's it is is the key is to
1: introduce them piecemeal with other characters. I think that's sort of where they went well with in reintroducing Spider-Man is that it was not just a Spider-Man movie, it was like an Iron Man and Spider-Man yeah. movie.
0: You know, take something you know and something you don't know and put them together. I would like if they want to do a, a younger X Men class, like not not like nine and ten year olds. Like <laughs> I'm not talking like that, but like in kindergarten. I would like to see like like s- Professor Xavier, mid 30s, like he's still, like, he's really just kind of starting out. He doesn't need to be old and withered, mm. you know, like Patrick Stewart had a lot of gravitas to him. Right. We don't need that necessarily. But um, a Cyclops that's like 22, 23, he's like, he's teaching his first class there. Mm. I would, I, again, I would love your basic stuff, you know, your Cyclops, your Jean Gray, um, Beast, Iceman, and Angel. They're a tactical team of X Men. They do very small covert mm-hmm. stuff, and they're basically just recruiting. I'm just thinking about what
1: that, what, because one of the things that works so well with Marvel is that they are now taking movies but putting like a different spin on it. You mm-hmm. know, like for example, Ragnarok was, you know, just so unlike anything else. Oh, yeah, else. so it was different. So weird. So wouldn't it be great if they did like, you know, X Men in their first year of teaching? Oh, that'd be and, great. And have it
0: be like a teacher comedy. <laughs> I, I could see it. Yeah. I, I would. I would love uh, again, like you said, for new mutants. Keep it isolated to the house like for this, the first movie. This is a really deep cut, but like the the, the nineteen eighty three movie, teachers do that, but with X Men. Yeah, they they can do all sorts. Like break the mold a little. Yeah, it does not have to be some cataclysmic world event to start the movie. I think Cobra Kai is the perfect example of how you took
1: something that was so familiar and put a totally different spin mm-hmm. on it, and created a new, fresh concept that plays to today's audiences and I'd love to see that with the X-Men. Yeah,
0: it could it could be like look at Deadpool. Deadpool's very low scale. Mm. Start off with a low scale X-Men yeah. movie. You don't need to it doesn't need to be end of the world stakes. No. It could, you know, it could be no anything. giant lights coming out of the sky that's no, going to No sky beams. The earth. <laughs> no sky beams at all. Well, in the original X-Men, they have the the dome and a sky beam. And yeah. that's not and we don't have to destroy the mansion every movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so those are our expectations. <laughs> but um yeah, I think that's gonna be where we wrap it up. Uh we're not sure what our topic's gonna be for next week, but we have also opened the chair to Rob anytime. Yay. Now he knows when uh when we record. And where you live. And where I live, <laughs> yes. So uh yeah, Rob, it was a pleasure having you back on.
1: Thank you so much. And and thank you to you and Ronnie for having me on and and it's always a pleasure. I love doing this.
0: Yeah, so I think uh, we'll be seeing Rob a little bit more often, especially when it comes time for uh The Zack Snyder Justice League. Oh my god, I'm gonna have so much to say. Oh god, it's gonna be bad. We're gonna need like, we're
1: gonna have to go out to dinner afterwards. Someone here is going to have to be the voice of reason.
0: Yeah, Zack Snyder. (laughs) Yeah, Zack Snyder's the voice of reason in all this. Yeah. Oh, that was loud. Whoa. Yep. Sorry, my computer's going. You've been recording for too long. All right. So as always, I'm Paul. And I'm Rob. And we'll be back again. And I'm Ronnie. And Ryan and (laughs) Ronnie's Ronnie's out to lunch with his family, nerd. And we'll be back in a flash.